Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more Am I the Butthole? Mixed with some relationships too. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, that subscribe, maybe that notification bell too i can never express how much a difference it really does make and with that being said let's crack on with today's first story much love guys now today's first story comes from you're not eight who says am i the asshole for only paying for my son's wedding this says hello everyone i've been going through some trouble recently and one of my kids told me about this place so i'm here to ask you all for help she also mentioned I should probably tell you guys I'm on mobile. Okay, I'm a 57-year-old male who has three kids. 30 male, 27 female, and a 25 male. Me and my wife have paid for each of my two oldest wedding, which covered dress, sweet bridal parties. If they wanted to make a destination wedding, we covered guests who couldn't afford it in the honeymoon. Now, there was not budget placed on them. My oldest wedding total was around 85k. My middle kids was around 120k. Now my youngest is getting married. Him and his soon-to-be wife don't believe in big weddings and the total is around 20k. Now my kids didn't know how much each other's wedding cost as I didn't share and I guess they didn't see the need to bring it up. So the problem came up this past weekend. My soon-to-be daughter-in-law was talking to my middle daughter and my oldest son's wife about their weddings and I guess the totals came up. Now my youngest son and his fiance are demanding I write them a check for the difference for down payment on a condo or house. I refused and stated I was only paying for their wedding and now they are threatening to disinvite me. So am I the arsehole? So it has come up so I'm adding this here for the comments. I paid for all my kids college lives on top of that they each have three trust funds that got released at 18, 25 and 35. He has more than enough for a down payment if he wants to. And before that update, we're going to start off with Q says you're the arsehole. Now that your youngest is getting married, you should definitely make it so that what you spent is equal. Giving them different amounts for their weddings clearly shows preference. Make it a wedding gift and a wedding gift for the other kid that got less. Barnefariousness says, not the arsehole, the gift is the wedding. They have a trust fund to pay for their house. How much of a handout do they want? By the way, I'm super jealous and then I'm not. I wasn't raised the same. My dad didn't pay for college because I had a full ride. He's always told me his money is not my money. Now, I love my dad and he's helped in hard times, but he's very firm on you're a girl and should be independent. He makes good money, but always has drawn a line. I can go to him for help, but not to fund my lifestyle. So glad I was raised that way because Reddit shows some entitled children. Dream Chanter says not the arsehole, you've done everything from a financial point of view to set them up for success. No debt for college, a trust fund and paying for their wedding. It is an unfortunate situation sadly as you have indeed treated them equally. You paid for the wedding they wanted to have. No restrictions, no rules that hinder them and no strings attached. 
In these types of cases, I think a set amount set up from the start would have been easier to handle. But you really let them have their dream wedding. They have trust funds. I'm not sure where this greed is coming from, to be fully honest. Dini says that you're the arsehole. Should have set the same budget for all three. How do you not see it coming that this is going to cause trouble? Shake my head. Fire to the tree says not the arsehole. This is a bit of a hard one. I'm kind of curious. If he had come to you ahead of time kindly and asked about that, would you have done anything differently? Opie replies saying, I probably would have convinced him to go a bit harder on his own wedding, but I probably still wouldn't have given him a down payment. And one more from the grand skeptic who says, going against the flow here since I was in a similar situation. You're the arsehole. I want to preface this by saying that you've provided plenty more than enough for all of your children and they should be very grateful. The reason I went with it says not the arsehole but I'm sure it means you're the arsehole is because it is not fair at all. I know your intentions was not to discriminate amongst your children. However, those are large lumps of money that can change or improve someone's life. You have given your oldest two significantly more than your youngest. Not because you aren't willing but because his wedding cost is less. Now, your youngest may have been trying to decrease the expenditure for his wedding because he wants to be considerate or such, or maybe big type weddings aren't his. The truth is, is that this is irrelevant. If you decline to give him the rest as a down payment or such, your son may just expand this wedding or make it significantly fancier. But that wouldn't be very useful to him. It would be just so he doesn't feel discriminated against. You could either have your son do that and pay for it or just give him as a lump sum and let him buy an apartment or such. OP replies saying, I didn't give anybody significantly more. My two oldest gave me bills and I paid them, just like my youngest. Nobody had a limit, everybody was allowed to go out and those are the three amounts that I got stuck with paying. And to me in this, there was mistakes from the very beginning in that, yes, you didn't give them a budget each to go on because... Of course, it's always going to be unfair on one of the couples. There's always going to be a difference in price. They're not going to spend exactly the same unless you give them that specific budget. But then someone complaining about it afterwards. I mean, if someone gave me a decent amount of money for whatever, I don't think it would really matter to me. I think I'd be incredibly grateful for that amount. I think it'd be very entitled to say otherwise, especially disinvite someone who was paying for your wedding. Gee whiz. And it sounds like all these people are set for life anyway with inheritances and, and trust funds where they can all afford their own homes by the sounds of it. But there is a part of me as well and it's probably, you know, just different levels of income or whatever that was saying 85k and 120k on a wedding. Oof. And, you know, I'm not criticizing it. If that's your thing, that's your thing. But holy moly, that's a lot of money. And personally, if... I was OP or the son or whatever, I'd rather spend that money on a house. I think OP was in the wrong for the way that they initially set this up, not setting the budget for their own sake more than anything. I would, I could see that would be a headache from the beginning. I'm not sure how you didn't see that coming at all. But also the entitlement is just bloody awful. What do you guys make of this one so far? And let's move on to the update to see what happens. So the update says, Hi everyone. I would like to thank you all for your help the other day and wanted to address a couple of things. It came up that I offered my two oldest the option of a wedding or house down payment that had to be paid back when they got their second trust fund and not the youngest. I wasn't trying to hide that, I just didn't see it being of any importance. Since my son and soon-to-be daughter-in-law didn't ask me nicely for the money but demanded it and then gave me an ultimatum. So I'm sorry if that affected your decision making. So on to the update. 
we had a family meeting Sunday night. Me, my wife, my oldest son, my daughter, and my youngest. After talking for a couple of hours, we got to the heart of this. As many of you suspected, it wasn't my son doing it. It was my soon-to-be daughter-in-law. She never wanted a small wedding. She dreamed of, it says house-drawn carriages, but I'm sure it means horse-drawn carriages. And actually, now that I think about it, she wants something like out of Cinderella, but didn't want to plan it. So when all was down and over, they had a total of 20k, which she thought was a lot until she started talking to my daughter and daughter-in-law about their weddings and realized what she could have had. After that, she pulled my son to the side and started nagging him to either postpone the wedding so they can make it bigger, which truth be told, I wouldn't have minded or demand I write them a check for a down payment for a house that my son clarified during this meeting he did not want. My son hates the idea of living in the suburbs, not living in the city, not being near all the hottest spots, trend bars and restaurants. He's chosen to live a child-free life and I'm not upset about it. So it turns out, she was the one threatening to disinvite me from the wedding and this want caused her family and friends to turn on her. My son plans to call off the wedding. He says he thinks he wasn't ready to be married and maybe he's not mature enough yet. He apologized to me and his siblings for how all this turned out. We're on good terms so he doesn't have to worry about that. This was Sunday night and as of last night, she officially moved back in with her parents who have called me to apologize. I think I'm going to go with one of the commenters advice and donate everything we have planned for the wedding to someone else and give all the vendors extra money for the inconvenience. When my son is ready to get married again, I will pay for whatever wedding, big or small, that he wants. So that's the update and thank you all again. And our next story comes from Rich Butterscotch850 who says, am I the arsehole for canceling the Airbnb and leaving sister-in-law basically stranded after she brought her dog? I booked an Airbnb retreat for me, my husband, my sister-in-law, and her husband about four months ago. The Airbnb was not dog-friendly, and I made that perfectly clear. As my sister-in-law thinks her dog should be welcomed everywhere, no matter the cost. She said she would find a dog sitter, and I had no reason to question it. The Airbnb was out of state, about 15 hours away, on a really nice beach in Tampa. My husband and I flew down and my sister-in-law insisted on driving so she left roughly 24 hours prior to our flight. She said it was cheaper to drive than it was to fly. When my husband and I arrived, my sister-in-law and her husband were already sitting in the driveway. When they saw me pull up in, she had asked if we got the keys yet, which we had because we met up with the owner along the way and she said, oh good, give them to me quick so I can get brute in without being seen. I just stopped dead in my tracks and was like, you fucking kidding me right now she kept saying things like what i couldn't find anyone to watch him or he's fucking old and housebroken i don't know why anyone would be so ignorant enough to say no pets allowed and basically just kept making excuses as to why she was in the right my husband is just sitting there completely dumbfounded and shaking his head i just got back in my rental car and left i got a refund from the airbnb and dropped the keys off with the woman and explained the situation She told me I could still stay there because I'd been honest, but I told her no. The place was too big for just my husband and myself. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Elf. We ended up staying at a significantly less expensive hotel. I paid almost 4K for the week for the Airbnb, but only spent $1,800 for the week at the hotel. During this whole time, my sister in law is blowing us up, saying she can't afford to stay down here. My husband and I make a lot more than sister-in-law and her husband, so we had agreed to pay for everything. And says she didn't bring anything with her to snack on and couldn't afford prices of shit here and whatever. I just straight up ignored her because in my eyes, she tried ruining my trip that I 100% paid for. My mother-in-law is down our throat saying the least we could have done was give them some money for food instead of leaving them stranded and I told her, nope, they can just drive back home and get food there. Am I... And we'll start off with Test Rail, who says everyone sucks here except the Airbnb owner. Sister in law sucks for obvious reasons. It doesn't need to be said. You obviously stole from the Airbnb owner for all intents and purposes. You had agreed to pay the price and it was fine when you booked it. Your it's too big excuse is moot to your agreement. It doesn't matter that your guest couldn't follow the rules and isn't the host problem. You rather than punish the host to kick rocks, should have told sister-in-law to board the dog or leave. The Airbnb had nothing to do with their decision to break the rules and what you did about it. Your homeboy Satan says, <laughs> great name, not the asshole. She ruined her own plans by refusing to follow explicit rules that she clearly knew she was violating. She left a day before you, so she had plenty of time to discuss bringing the dog if she really had issues finding someone to watch it. It seems to me that she never seriously considered leaving the dog behind and thought she would get away with it if she didn't mention it before arriving. Lynn Chat says not the arsehole. People like your sister-in-law give those of us who travel with our dogs and rent vacation homes a bad name. If it doesn't allow dogs, I don't rent it, period. I would never ever pull this kind of selfish stunt she did. Amuta says, if I rent out an apartment and it says no pets, it seriously means no pets. I have a serious allergy to the point where dogs and cats induce asthma attacks and it makes a place super uncomfortable for me to be in. Now, if I found someone had brought a pet into my property, I'd be livid. Thank you for your honesty, not the arsehole. And one more from the Glass Slipper Squad. Who says not the arsehole? You told her no dogs. She deliberately brought the dog and then wanted you to sneak the dog in. She wanted you to break the rules and be financially liable for any damage the dog did. She has a lot of nerve. As for giving them money for food, if they were that broke, then they should not have made the trip, even if you were paying. You never leave your home if you are dirt poor for a vacation. It's just how it is. You always need a plan B. Now, what do you guys make of this situation? And one of the comments mentioned about, you know, being an asshole to the Airbnb owner. What do you guys make of that one? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's move on to another story. Now, our next story comes from Lettuce Eater Only, who says, am I the asshole for not inviting my ex-boyfriend's mum to my wedding? I female 23 and getting married this fall. When my fiance 25 male and I got engaged, I posted photos on my Facebook. I'm still friends with my ex-boyfriend's mum on Facebook. She commented on the post, 
Wow, don't know what you see in him that my boy didn't have. I deleted the comments and didn't interact with her in an attempt to defuse the situation. For background, Lindsay, my ex's mum, was very upset when her son and I broke up. She told me I broke his heart and hers as well. It has also been over three years since we have dated. Recently, I received a message from Lindsay on Facebook. She told me she had seen a wedding invitation on a mutual friend's fridge and was hurt that I hadn't invited her. She said she would like me to send her out a wedding invitation and that I should list her son, my ex, as her plus one instead of her husband. I was shocked. I responded back to her and told her that she would not be receiving an invitation because it would be weird to invite my ex-boyfriend's mum to my wedding and also that we were not friends and hadn't stayed in contact so why would I invite her? She freaked out, said I was rude and it was hurtful of me not to invite her since she wanted to be there. I blocked her on Facebook. Two nights ago, my fiance and I were getting ready for bed when our dog started barking like crazy at the front door. We went downstairs and found Lindsay drunk in our front yard. She was screaming at me, telling me that I was crazy for marrying some other man than her son and how I was making a big mistake. She told me if I didn't invite her to my wedding right now, she would show up anyways and make a scene. We called the police and they removed her from our property. I told my family and the people in our wedding party about the issue, mostly to warn them of what could happen at the wedding. My mum said I should have just invited her to prevent problems in the first place and not let it escalate to what it did. She said Lindsay would probably ruin our wedding now and one unwanted guest was better than a huge scene. Edit. I never thought to block Lindsay on Facebook because I just assumed she unfollowed me when we broke up and she has not interacted with me since I was dating her son. I have her blocked now and I reached out to my ex to let him know what is going on. He was upset and horrified she would act like that and he said he would talk to her. Now this is how much Reddit has warped my mind over a couple of years we've been reading stories from here. I've never ever seen security outside a wedding where people were getting married or anything like that maybe it's a normal thing in some places i don't really know but whilst i was reading this story all i was thinking is wow you need to get some security outside your place because <laughs> she's going to show up and cause an absolute scene regardless and your mum was absolutely in the wrong invite her anyway to prevent problems in the first place she's already causing major issues and yes of course she's going to cause a scene at your wedding why does she want to be there picture the scene with me guys imagine the wedding vows are being said the couple stood at the front and you know ex's mum sat over to the left somewhere hidden in the shadows and then the person running the ceremony says does anyone have any objections speak now or forever hold your peace and suddenly she bursts out of nowhere you should marry my son this guy is no good for you look at him <laughs> so yes that's why your mum is totally wrong of course she's turning up to cause a scene for you she's turning up at your bloody house knocking on the door pissed up you need a restraining order on this person and this person completely out your life but seek infection says not the asshole at all decisions about who to invite to your wedding are up to you and your fiance not your mum and definitely not Lindsay. You're correct to warn your family and the wedding party. The woman is nuts. Block her on Facebook and any other social media. With luck, she won't show up at your wedding. However, be prepared to call the police again if she does. Either way, enjoy the wedding. Best wishes to you and your fiance. Jamie says not the asshole. I think you'd be a huge asshole to yourself if you did invite her. 
She obviously had some hope that you'd take one look at her son and believe you were marrying the wrong man. Exes really shouldn't be at your wedding unless they are there to supervise children you share together and not angling in any way to be in your life romantically anymore, in my opinion. I wouldn't want any of my husband's exes to be invited to our wedding when we got married. It's disrespectful to the person you are marrying. And substantial date 38 says not the arsehole, lol. Speaking of not being able to move on, ex's mum. I'm on good terms with my ex and his wife. He met her and since married after we broke up, I helped organize the wedding too. His mum was visibly upset at such a switcheroo. Had the audacity to express it to his new wife too. Yikes, but I spoke to her in person and once she learned I was the one who didn't want the relationship and it wasn't his fuck up. Whatever helps, lol. Everyone comfortably moved on. Yeah, people feel a certain way, but are usually able to work through it. And one more from Lady Ice Classic who says, not the arsehole. How does your mother not think this woman and your ex would not cause a scene if they were invited? This lady showed up drunk at your home after minimal to no contact for three years. She has not accepted that you will not end up with her son. She would absolutely be one of those people who would dive at the cake or screech through your vows. Do not let her anywhere near your happy day. Now, what do you guys make of this situation? What would you say to the mum who said, you know, invite her to not cause a scene? (laughs) What the hell is that about? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for being involved in today's stories, your love, support, and time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you for being awesome and being involved. You can join me on Twitter at Mark Narrations, where I post, you know, a couple of poppy pics, memes, or, you know, just random shite that goes on throughout my day. Or you can look at the podcast, mark-narrations.com. I show you all the podcasts that these stories are featured on, and you can select your favorite one from there. A huge thank you once again, and hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. Wake up, get up, stretch my legs, eat some breakfast, milk and eggs, brush my teeth up, wash my face, throw my clothes on, start my day. Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go, see the sun shining from the windows. Okay, I know that's a damn. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.